This podcast is brought to you by Shay and Jayla. No, Jayla, a lot of people ask us how they can help us grow our podcast. You can like, comment, share, rate, or subscribe to us. Yep. And if you go on to Apple Podcasts and give us a five-star rating and just a simple word comment, that helps us be seen more by other Why Notters out there. Absolutely. Keep listening. And we appreciate you. Thank you. Good morning. Good morning. And welcome to the Ask Yourself Why Not podcast. The place where you stop asking yourself why. And you start asking yourself why not. Yeah. Welcome everyone. We have a awesome guest here with us today. Um, Chris Mark, Chris Harris, aka DJ Skrilla. Am I saying that right? You're saying it perfectly. <laughs> welcome. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. It's so good to be here. We are so excited to have you here. So a little bit about Chris. You can go to his website, chrisbharris.com. I'm just going to read a little bit about your bio so that um, our listeners understand who we're talking to today. So Chris is has found the job of his dreams, making music for television and film. When he isn't spending time with his son or handling a communications crisis, he can be found in a recording studio channeling his inner passion. In a short amount of time, Chris has racked up hundreds of placements for his songs on a variety of networks such as ESPN, HBO, NBA, NFL, Showtime, Stars, and many more. However, this wasn't always the case. So that's kind of what we're going to talk about today. So welcome. What a what a yes. bio to have. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's cool. <laughs> I know yeah. it's so weird to hear my own bio, right? But, I was going to yeah. say, how does that yeah. feel? Is it kind of strange to hear all those accolades? associated with your name it, it is and you know hearing um you know songs that i've written performed on produced on tv still gives me like chills and butterflies so mm. i'm still adjusting even after nearly a decade <laughs> when did you start well let's we always start to our podcast out with yep. a quote, of the, quote day. of the day give us your quote of the day on this monday yeah. morning Ooh, my quote of the day. Okay. Um, oh, wow. You got me on the spot. Here we go. How about the same ones that criticized often never create? Oh, I don't know one. who said it. I read it on Facebook um, years and years ago, and it just stuck with me. Mm-hmm. And uh, that'll be my quote. How about that? That's yeah. That's a good quote. I think, too, because when you first start out doing anything... It's it's more so about being brave enough to start. It's not like you're going to be an expert when you first start out. Yeah. Does that make right. sense? You know, so you just got to get there. And you got to pay attention where you're putting all your energy to. If you're if you're complaining and criticizing all the time, where's where's your energy to create? That's a good point too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's a really good point. So we got introduced to Do you want us to call you DJ Skrilla or Chris? What do you prefer? Whatever works. Okay. Yeah. We got introduced to you um, via our friend Lindsay Holbin Wilson. Lindsay mm-hmm. Wilson. Yeah. We went to the Summit of Greatness, and your name came up. And um, she would talk about how when you guys were in college, you would come over and make raps for the sororities. 
So is music, like, has this been something you've been doing since you were young, like before college? Yeah. Yeah. Before college, um, I really got my start in high school. I wanted to be a DJ. I, I don't even really know what sparked that, that thought, but something happened to me in high school where I just said, you know what? I want to be a DJ. That's what I want. So I asked my mom if she could get me some turntables and a mixer for Christmas. And I don't know if you all know about like DJ equipment. It's pretty expensive. Yeah. And for a single mom, that's a really, really big ask. But she surprised me uh, at Christmas time and she got me a set called DJ in a box. So it was like this huge box and it had two turn with, excuse me, two turntables and a mixer. So I started just trying to understand DJing. And let me tell you, like with turntables, it's extremely difficult if you don't have any mentors or anything like that to really show you. But I feel like I started to get the hang of it. And one day I had some friends over and we're just playing instrumentals on the records and sort of freestyling. So for you know the viewers, freestyling is basically when you're just playing a beat and you're rapping off the top of your head. So there are no words written. You're just seeing what comes to mind. Mm -hmm. So we're doing that. And I ended up recording it on this like little boom box. And I took it to school. With tapes. Yes, with cassette tapes. <laughs> tapes, cassette. my age. Love that. <laughs> and I took it to school. And people were like, yo, that's like pretty silly, but uh, you're not that bad. And there was just something about that feedback where I was like, huh, maybe I should look into this more. You planted so the really seed. Started, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I really started to just focus on making the music. Uh, opposed to playing music. Interesting. Yeah. That's so cool. Mm-hmm. I yeah. think, and that was like pre YouTube days, probably. Oh, this is pre YouTube, pre cell phones. You know, none yeah. of my friends had cell phones or anything like that. No, I didn't. We could even burn have... CD though. How about that? There you <laughs> could. Yeah, I I didn't even have a cell phone in college because where I went was so rural. They probably didn't, didn't have, have towers. Service. Yeah, and I'm a little bit thankful for that. Um, so, so music's always been a part of your life. So tell us a little bit about, you know, how you got to where you are today. And I know you have a day job too. Um, so just a little bit about your background and, you know, how you got into licensing with your music and kind of what that is too. Yeah. Yeah. So I have been making music ever since I was in high school. So a a long time. Mm -hmm. And, um, I'd say about eight years ago, I was working on just a personal project, personal music project, and I needed a graphic designer. So I went to a place where you find graphic designers, Craigslist. Yeah, you go. Of course. <laughs> I uh, found this guy named Billy, and he was just so talented at graphic design. And eventually we developed a relationship. And he said, Hey, your music's pretty good. Would you ever consider writing it for like, tv or film like do you want to write songs for tv and film and i had no idea what he was talking about but i'm like oh yeah yeah sure absolutely and he connected me with a guy who basically gave me my start in writing for what they call sync so sync licensing so writing for you know tv film advertising all that stuff and i really just didn't know what i was doing but um It's been the best decision, one of the best decisions uh, ever in my life. Real quick, 
we have something fun for you. We created a free Feel Good 5 checklist. These are our five go-to why not turtle steps we implement on the regular to feel good every day. A turtle step to us is something you can easily do on your worst day that will move you towards the life of your dreams. We developed this podcast to feel good through self-help and community. And if you're ready to start feeling better, here's what you need to do. Go to our website, askyourself-whynot.com. Click start here for a free instant download. These are the best feel good tips we found and you're going to get so much value from them. Again, go to our website, askyourself-whynot.com. Click start here for a free instant download. Why not start feeling good today? So basically what I do is I will write songs that are tailor-made for the TV and film industry. Most of the time, I don't know what I'm writing for. So mm. you're, you're challenged That's with just writing a song mm-hmm. that could fit a lot of different um, shows or, you know, canvases, basically. And you just see what happens. Now, how do you get to that point, though? Because obviously they have to give you some kind of information to where you know what kind of vision they're wanting, right? Absolutely. So there are a couple different ways that it happens. But uh, in a lot of uh, cases, you there's something that's called a brief. So a brief will come from whoever is producing the show, whatever the production company is, film production company. And they this brief will say exactly what they're looking for. So we are looking for hip hop that sounds similar to Kanye West. Um, okay. And they may, uh, they may provide, you know, some detailed examples of like, this is the kind of sound that we're going for. And they will send that out to a lot of these, what we call music libraries, production libraries, and then they will look in their particular catalogs and pull tracks that fit that brief mm. and then send it to the, you know, the company that put out the brief. So that's sort of how it happens. And, you know, I just make songs for a lot of these music libraries. And in a lot of cases, I guess some of those songs fit the briefs that come their way. So they can like, so say you make a song, are you, do you know that if you're making it for a certain network or is it, are you going through like a company that, that then will place those songs and it can be placed in different networks? Does that make sense? Both. Okay. Yes. Um, it happens both ways. So there are times where I will know, Hey, Disney is working on this movie and they're looking for this style of a song. And if, I don't have anything that fits that uh, brief. I'll create something and get it into that pitch. Nice. Now, the process of them, like, choosing, you know, say they choose your song. Like, do you automatically know or do you just get, like, royalties and you're driving one day and, like, hear your music? Like, how's that process? Because I bet that's exciting. Yeah. I laugh because this is probably the most popular question that I get. And a lot of people are surprised by the answer. So in most cases, I don't know that they've used the song until it airs. Oh, my God. And a lot of times I find out just thrilling randomly. I'm watching TV or maybe um, I got a text message last week. Hey, do you have a song in the new Step Up trailer? And I'm like, I don't know. Do I? 
And sure enough, I turned it on and, oh, yeah, wow, that's my voice. So most of the time, I don't know. But there are, on occasion, uh, people who I've developed relationships with where they'll give me a heads up. Hey, you might want to watch this episode tonight or, oh, check Love Island tonight because, you know, you got a song on there. That is that is so cool. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, our podcast is all about self-improvement and mindfulness and just kind of working to feel good in your daily life. Like I literally wrote on my hand today. I was like, my intention today is to feel good. I just yeah. came off the weekend feeling a little bit more anxious than normally. And I was like, okay, I got to reset myself. But I know we have spoke a little bit about you're kind of into this world as well. And you've done a lot of work, inner work on yourself to help you kind of get towards this dream dream life that you're mm. creating for yourself. So if mm-hmm. you wouldn't mind sharing a little bit about with us what you do to, to keep your yeah. inside. Walk us through wow. your day. Yeah. Wow, that's a great question. Ooh, I just got chills on my arms <laughs> right there. Um, there. There are a lot of different things that um, I try to do, um, whether like daily, maybe it's um, affirmations. I have this, this book at work where or it's not a really a book it's a deck of cards where i'll pick an affirmation for the week yeah and that'll be my focus and they're like a bit lighthearted, but they really have some good substance to them um i'm really into just uh therapy that's a huge huge part of my life and that would be the best decision that i've ever made in my life nice so that's a big part and uh i'm also into things like reiki Mm, um, yeah, yes. I did that recently. Love, mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's just a great experience for me. Uh, working out, but really, uh, like what you said, setting your intentions. And I, I really try to be intentional uh, with everything that I do. So sometimes if I can feel that I'm sort of a bit off, um, maybe I'm just more anxious or less focused, I really try to refocus and center my intention on what I'm trying to accomplish. Mm, That's good. Mm -hmm. How did you get introduced to therapy and when did you start doing it? Um, I started over, geez, it probably is a decade at this point, at least. Nice. Um, So we'll say about 10 years ago and I was working. So I was in my late twenties (laughs) and I was just having this difficult time at work. And at the time I worked for a uh, press release distribution company. uh, So like this media company. And I was struggling because I felt like I'm in my late twenties. I should be married by now. I should have this. Mm -hmm. I should have a family, all these things. And I felt like I was just so far from having those things. And it was really giving me anxiety. And I would have like panic attacks sometimes Mm -hmm. about it. And a coworker who I have to admit, we really didn't know each other that well. He just happened to overhear me, I guess, complaining. And he came up to me and he said, hey, um, I heard what you were talking about. Um, I want to let you know that you're not alone. I just lost my mom and Mm. I'm about to lose my dad as well. And he's like, have you ever thought about therapy? And my initial response was no. And I, I just had just really bad views about what therapy actually was and what it could do for you. Oh, that's that's not for me, and I, I don't need that. And um, I'm a little embarrassed to like kind of say that, but that's what it was. I think it's uncomfortable for most people. Yeah, most especially people ten years it. ago. Yeah, yeah, and I, and I think that's what I felt uncomfortable. 
And whatever he said, I, I can't remember what he said next, but it must have been something that was very tender and just very kind, and it totally disarmed me. And I thought, you know what? He's he's right. So I took the step, found a therapist that was local, and I've been loving it since. Yeah. Do you go, do you do it weekly at this moment, or are you more? Um, about- it's uh, usually every uh, every other week. Yeah. But I, I started weekly, and um, yeah, I just I love everything about it. Everything. Yeah, and now I feel like with you know mm-hmm. the internet, things are more accessible for people. Like nobody has to know or whatever. Yeah. You know, you can do it from your car if you want, and you can even text your therapist mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of yeah, options. Text yeah, like you could just be like, "Hey, just need to run something by you." Um, mm-hmm. And I find that to be interesting. I think it's cool with your life because I see it from an outsider, but like all these little synchronicities. Like, mm-hmm. you reached out to the guy on Craigslist randomly who connected you with your your career. And then the same thing, like, with the therapy. Had you maybe not done that inner work, you wouldn't have been in the right spot to um, receive receive it. Yeah. Receive it. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I, I firmly believe that. And it's, it's amazing when I'm really big on reflection. So I, I, I don't know how you all feel about reflection and, yeah. and things like that, mm-hmm. but I feel like we're on the same wave. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. I'm so big on that and seeing, taking a step back and just looking mm-hmm. how, oh, well, when that happened, this led to that. And, you know, maybe something that you wanted at a particular time you didn't get, but you just weren't ready for yeah. it at that time. It wasn't ready for you. And then it comes back around, you know, mm. full circle later. Yeah. So I love all that. Usually sometimes better, too. Yeah, we always call mm-hmm. it awareness, too. Like, because if you're not doing the work, you wouldn't even be aware enough to do the reflection to mm-hmm. appreciate all those little synchronicities along the way. Yeah. Yeah. So walk yeah. us through your typical day. Like, um, you have a day job, correct? You have another? Yep. A- a- another job. Um, I will. Yeah, I'll walk you through a day. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, to give uh, everyone some background, I work at the morgue. That is interesting. So you <laughs> did not go to school for music. You were just still kind of like, is that correct? Or did you go to school for music? I actually went to school for journalism. I wanted okay. to be a sports reporter. Okay. <laughs> so, so my went... dream was to be Aww. on ESPN. And now uh, I'm at the medical examiner's office. But And you write um, music I, for ESPN. And I write music and I yeah. write songs for TV. Yeah. Um, so, like, my job at the uh, morgue is basically I'm the communications manager. I'm the spokesperson. So when we have a case that is of interest to the public, the media will call me. So homicides, suicides, accidental deaths, okay. um, suspicious deaths. Uh, they'll call me and get information. And, and my role is to really speak on behalf of the agency. And I also have to know what I can and what I cannot say. Mm. So I see... My day typically starts out by seeing death, mm-hmm. which can be very heavy yeah. um, day in and day out. So having these creative outlets such as music or um, these mindful outlets, Reiki, um, yoga, whatever, it's a huge, huge benefit to me. Yeah. So a typical day would be I'm usually up at about 5 a.m., uh, I love breakfast, so it's super important to me that I, I fuel my body with something. So I usually, you know, oatmeal, banana, maybe a little peanut butter in the mix. But little protein I'll get powder. To work. 
<laughs> I'll get to work. Uh, I start at seven, but I like to get there at least 15 minutes early if I can. And I'll sometimes turn on the salt lamp. So no lights on maybe the computer screen. And I just need about 15 minutes with my coffee to just sit. Mm-hmm. Get into that and space, just, right? Exactly. Yeah. Yes. Prepare for the things that I'm about to see and hear. Um, after work, um, I will usually maybe pick up my son. Uh, he's six years old or I may go to the studio. So I go from job one to job two. So that's what I'm curious oh. about is how do you Balance. find the time yeah. to like put as much attention and energy into growing this music business, but yet still <clears throat> being successful at your day job? Um, I guess the simple answer for me is I just make the time. Yeah. Someone said something about making time opposed to having the time a long time ago to me. And I was like, wow, that just makes sense. Like we make time for the things that we want to do, the people that are important to us. And music is very important to me. So I just make time. Mm. There are times where I will be at work. I'll take my lunch break, drive to the studio, Mm. lay a song, drive right back to work. That's I mean, that's just the sacrifice I'll I'll make. Yeah, and it's just, um, we all tell ourselves we don't have enough time in the day, but I'm sure you've done inventory of where you could gain more time, Mm -hmm. and you seem to have figured that one out. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, the the time thing is, is really important to me, managing that, and, you know, writing songs, even like, when do you find the time to write songs? Mm-hmm. Well, uh, I just kind of make it. So making time for me could be writing songs in the shower, which mm-hmm. I probably write, I'd say, 70% of my songs in the shower. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, remove the suds. I'll go to my phone because I write my songs on my phone. I'll jot a few lines mm-hmm. down, put it, and then go back to, you know, uh, shower duties. But, uh, yeah, you just you just write. You, you, you do music wherever you can. Yeah. Tell us about a story where you heard your music and you were just overwhelmed with all of the emotions. Yeah. How did that feel? Wow. We're all about feeling good. Yeah. Well, because we think, too, a lot of, like, manifesting your dream life is feeling it in your body, right? And, like, it's almost like Mm -hmm. you want to embody what what those good feelings are so that you'll keep making decisions Mm -hmm. in that path. Wow, there's so many so many stories I could think about, but uh, the first one that comes to mind, um, this was probably, geez, it had to be maybe 2018, 2017, 2018. But uh, this was a point in my life where I was probably the most depressed that I had ever been. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a really, really low point in my life where just a lot of things had gone on and I had to move back home and I, I just really didn't understand why I was where I was at at that particular time. And I remember sitting, watching TV, and there was this show called All American, which is on the CW. And it's a show centered around, like, football and and family. And I was just like, wow, this is a great show. Like, I'm just hooked. I would love to just have a song in a show like this, actually in this particular show. And I remember during that time when I was just like really at my lowest, something happened to where I just turned 
on the turbo boosters and I wrote so much music and recorded so much music. It was like, it felt like a machine at times where I'm like, Oh, got to record this. And and it was just wild. But fast forward, you know, maybe four years later, someone gives me a call. Hey, do you have a song in all American? No, I don't think so. Mm -hmm. Sure enough. Turn on that episode that they watched. And there's my song. Oh my gosh. And it was like, chills. Yeah. Yeah. And I just had like, you know, I just had to have a moment where I just cried and I realized that, you know, I was manifesting these things when I even really didn't realize Mm. it. Mm -hmm. So during that time, and I still do this to this day, I really got into vision boards. Oh yeah. That's interesting. Yes, and my, like my vision boards, like I will go all out. Are so they specific? Not just the newspaper clippings. Okay. Yeah. I mean, all sorts of things. And I hang it up and I put things like placements and maybe mm-hmm. networks and things that I want to see my work on because I want to manifest that. Okay, I like that. That's mm-hmm. a good one. I, I don't think we've ever had anyone talk about vision boards. Everybody hears them. But mm-hmm. that, so you feel like you're specific with them. Like you put very specific things on there that you want to see manifest. And you've seen them, seen it happen for you, it sounds like. Yeah. And, you know, the I'd say probably that year, I think maybe about 2018, 19, I did a vision board. And then when I was working on the following year's vision board, I looked at this board that I was taking down. And I said, wow, oh, wait a second. I, I accomplished that that Mm. oh wow that too and then that's when I really started to get a little bit more specific with what content I was putting on my board so there's some general stuff too right like stay tender (laughs) you know things like that but yeah there are some specific goals as well yeah I I like them too we um Jayla has one on her um phone you know you take a picture of it too just to Mm -hmm. remind you because you look at your phone like so many times a day I think that's good that's Um, awesome yeah that's how I started so manifesting is definitely something that we are interested in too. And I'm not even sure we still fully understand it, but we're starting to understand it more and more as you get into it. But I believe in it too. Like whatever you put your intention and your energy on, you you tend to see more of. Yeah. Whatever you yeah. Um, direct your mind to think, you'll absolutely be looking for it the whole day. Yeah. You know? For I'm sure. sure. Is that, is that, how did you get into manifesting or did, was it just something you naturally were like, um, good at it or something? Well, (laughs) I'd say at first, um, with manifesting and even things like, you know, energy, Mm -hmm. it was, it was very new to me when I first heard it. And I was like, ah, this is, nah, I I don't believe any of that stuff. Like, nope, nope, not real. And then I had a couple experiences and I'm like, wait a second, this energy thing seems very real and manifesting seems very real. So mm-hmm. I started with my first vision board on the phone and just sort of built off that. Yeah, but I think yeah. that's where you can start like on Canva. If people mm-hmm. want to, you just put put a few yep. things in there on Canva. Like That's specific- where I met or created mine. And yeah. then you just save it as like a background for your phone and just have it there. Yeah. yeah. I think that's a really good one. I want to hear your story about Reiki. I, My mom and I went to do Reiki recently. It was like the first time I had done it. And then you had said um, on the show notes that you had a, you had an interesting experience with Reiki. Would you mind explaining like what it is? Because I think people hear the term 
spell. It seems a little woo-hoo. Yeah. yeah. There's no touching involved. It's <laughs> yeah. energy movement. <laughs> yeah, it's um and I've I've gone to a few different uh Reiki, I guess practitioners. Masters. And yeah, Reiki masters. They've they've all been a little bit different, but uh, mm-hmm. from what I understand, this is just energy work where they are balancing out the energy in your mm-hmm. body and realigning your chakras. Right. And I remember, so I had come back from a trip to Sedona. Now, we can talk about Sedona. Oh, that sounds lovely. (laughs) But uh, after this trip from Sedona, I'm like, oh, my goodness, energy, it exists. And Mm -hmm. I just want to be more mindful and, you know, tap into my higher self. So I'm Googling and I find someone local who does Reiki. And the experience that I had there was so out of body Mm. where... It's really hard to put into words what I was feeling, but I know I was feeling something Mm -hmm. and it was intense. And uh, the woman who was doing the Reiki said to me that, uh, wow, you have a lot of energy. And she had made a comment that she is capable of handling this energy, but you really have a lot of energy. And, um, you know, she's glad that I came and saw her. And I didn't really understand. I didn't understand what she meant. Yeah, you're like, okay. So I, I would do you know, set a couple sessions every couple of months. And I just would always feel so good and just recharged and revitalized. But one time she was unable to fit me in. So I went to someone else. And that's when I really realized that, okay, there is something going on here. Because the woman who was doing the Reiki on me this time, she just almost passed out. What? We had, we're like maybe... <sighs> 10 minutes into it and and for those who haven't had reiki uh the way it is is you're sort of just lying on a table mm-hmm. you're clothed you're wearing like comfortable clothing and they may uh lightly touch you or they may just sort of hover their hands over you know your body your face and mm-hmm. your chakras and all of a sudden i could just feel something where the energy was wasn't really there and she was about to pass out and what? she kind of came to and she said I am so sorry. Um, I almost passed out. I can't handle your energy. Wow. And she was someone, she said she hadn't been doing a ton of Reiki. So she was still, you know, she wasn't a master master yet. Oh, But it was my. like, wow. This yeah. is pretty wild. So then what, what a belief you would have in yourself. You're like, heck, if I can channel Man, this, I, I can make a lady pass out That's by right. not touching me. <laughs> That yeah, is it was quite wild. The experience, but uh, it was—it's an experience that I still I cherish, you know, just from what I gathered and, and learned from. Right, the Reiki masters too. Um, they, that's like a very interesting path too. When you talk to them and and they talk about how they got into that, mm-hmm. but I would imagine for them it would be like super draining because you're absorbing all of that, all energy. that energy, all of yeah. that energy. Yeah, the one that Can I, I was. Go ahead. Oh. Go ahead. Are either of you empaths by chance? Yeah, yeah. both of us are. Both of us. I, yeah. I, I, I could, I could feel it. Yeah, <laughs> I feel it from you too. For sure. When yeah. I did the Reiki, she was a medium as well, and it was very mm-hmm. emotional. My, my, um, my dad had passed away about a year ago, like or a year and a half ago. And um, she was saying that he was there. It was just interesting because you were just, you're crying and she's not touching you. And she's like, I'm just going to stay over your heart chakra. There's just a lot of emotions that you need to release. And it was really interesting. 
Oh, I, I got chills from yeah. listening to that. Yes, I know exactly where you're talking about. The yeah. the first Wrecking Master, she was a medium as well. Was she? And I had a okay. very similar experience where, you know, she was telling me things that were like going on and thoughts yeah. in my head. I'm like, oh my goodness. Right. It was emotional, mm-hmm. but it mm-hmm. felt good. It was like a good release. A release. Yeah. A good yes. release. Absolutely. Um, so if people want to connect with you or listen to your music, what would be the best way for them to check you out, would you say? Well, um, they can always go to my website, chrisbharris.com, mm-hmm. um, if you want to see some of the TV and film work. But you can also just search on a Spotify or Apple Music, DJ Skrilla. So that's DJ, there's a dollar sign for the S, so dollar sign, C-R-I-L-L-A. And those are usually two great ways to uh, listen to my music. Yeah, we, um, we'll put your stuff in the show notes. Yeah, sure. and if someone wants to reach out and have you write them like a rap or something, you still do that? Because I think Lindsay <laughs> touched, Lindsay kind of gave us the impression you do, so. You know, I, I, I do every now and then still. Um, yeah, I mean, hey, I'm always open to listening to what people uh, have for their music needs. So they can always contact me through my website. They can follow me on Instagram at DJ S-C-R-I-L-L-A. And uh, yeah, we can connect. I love that. I love was listening to snippets of your work, um, you know, over the past week. Ballers, Mm -hmm. the TV show Ballers. I'm sure that was like an (laughs) out-of-body experience for you. Mm -hmm. The Rock, is there anybody better, honest to God, to be like somewhat? I mean, not really. You're in the same room as The Rock. That's amazing. It's Mm -hmm. That was the first placement I had ever heard on TV. So that was the very first one. And that was... I remember I was going to watch Eastbound and Down or something like that. And the trailer for Ballers came on before that. And I'm like, wait a second. that That's my song. That's my song. And I'm just jumping on the couch and the dog is going crazy. It, it was just such an experience. And but having watched that show, I'm like that show is associated with the music. Like it's, yeah. it's got that, you know, yes. tough, badass vibe to it or whatever. So, so cool. That's so awesome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we always end our show with a why not of the day. Yeah. Do you have any why nots of the day? Any why nots of the day? Um, I'm sure this has been used, but you know, why not you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? I, I think that's why we started this show. That is show. why we came to the name of our podcast. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> yeah. yeah? Yeah. It really is. It's a mindset shift. Mind, well, say that five times. Mindset shift. Mindset shift. It's a mindset shift, yeah. Yeah. For sure. If it's possible for one, it why isn't it possible for you, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And that's ours. Did you have a why not of the day, Jayla? Um, why not take the time to notice life's little ahas? Yeah, that's a good one. It was full moon last night. I don't know if you did anything witchy, Chris, or not, but both Jayla and I were like, all right, we're going to do it. We're going to witch it out this moon. So (laughs) I put crystals outside to charge with moonlight. My son and I, we went and did that last night. And I laid under the moon last night. With my candles lit and my crystals out and did a 17-minute meditation on intention. Yeah. Um, Oh, and I put moon water out. I've not heard of the moon water, but you were telling me about it last night. It says to put spring water 
in a glass jar. Okay. And you put it where wherever window that you'll get the most moonlight and it'll charge it. And then you can use your water throughout the day in a bath. You can put it in your coffee. Um, and it's supposed to cleanse. I like it. Yeah, that's what it's supposed to do with those crystals. And you know too, what? If cleanse. I believe it, if I believe in it, then it's going to do its job. Yeah. There you go. That's sure. your moon water. That's right. <laughs> My why not of the day would be why not uh, set a good intention for the day. I think for myself as like a, an achiever, sometimes I'm like going through the day like check, check check what else can I do mm-hmm. and really I want my intention to be for this day is just to feel good and to do things that make me feel good and be present yes. come back to the present more mm, I love that I'm very much the same way oh what else can I do right. I'm just mm-hmm. such a busybody with working I'm trying to focus on stepping back having a little bit more rest and relaxation in my life and if I don't get something done it's okay like that's right it's okay how do I feel? Right. And uh, I think that's in line with what you're saying. I yep. agree. Yeah. That's the most important thing. Mm-hmm. If you don't feel right, you're not going to be able to do good work for sure. Mm-hmm. Well, I have so enjoyed the conversation. Is there... I have too. You definitely have a yeah. um, a great voice for what you do. I yeah. feel like, uh, you know. Thank you. I really appreciate it. very smooth. That. I could see you on the Calm <laughs> app reading some yeah. meditations or bedtime stories, too. you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, I would listen. And I would too. Fall asleep for sure. So very relaxing. What an inspirational story. I just love the fact that you are living your dream life and I can't wait to see where you go. I love that you created your dream life. Yeah. You created it. Oh, I like that. <laughs> yeah. You created it and continue to create it. And I love that you do all the inner work that you do. Mm-hmm. Because that well, means thank you. you have like longevity for sure. Yes. Uh, you know, uh, making an impact is important and, and just putting in the work. And uh, that's what you all are doing, too. So Thank I you. really appreciate just having this space and you all carving out this space for us to just talk and plant more seeds. Yeah, that's well, you right. definitely help us, too, because we started this out not really knowing what we we're doing, but we both love it. And mm-hmm. we got to do our first like motivational speech last week to a group of college kids. And it was so much fun. We talked yep. on confidence. And we're like, you know what? We're just going to keep on taking those little turtle steps yeah. in that direction and see where it takes us. Mm-hmm. That is awesome. Congratulations. Well, thank you. Thank Congrats you. to you, too. Yeah. So thank you so much. This is the Ask Yourself so Why Not, not podcast. podcast. If you guys want to check on our website, askyourself-whynot.com. You can sign up and get the email, um, the, the episodes emailed to you weekly. So yep. that would be a good way to be a part of our Once community. Once a week. Absolutely. Yep. And share with people that are on the feel-good journey of their own as well. Take care. Thanks, Have Chris. a good day. If you enjoyed listening to this episode, share it with a friend or give us a great review. Yes. And also, if you have an idea for a show, please share it with us. We really love to know what our community um, thinks about the episodes that we're creating as well. Yeah, what our listeners are enjoying listening to. Yeah, that really helps us create better content for you. Yeah, absolutely. As always, thank you for listening to the Ask Ask Yourself Yourself Why Not Podcast. Podcast.